Welcome to the episode. Uh, Dennis Lemire, Mike Mikowski, Man to Man. We got our new graphic up. Come on now. So we're one piece at a time. We're kind of building this thing out, which is great. Uh, last time we had some technical difficulties. Yeah. Cut us a little short, but that's fine. This time I got two computers, so if one nice. goes down, we is just... Is this one plugged in? Hot swap. Yep, this one's plugged in. Episode uh, three. This is episode three, officially, right? Yeah. So we had... It's funny because people keep saying, like, oh, your first episode was great. And I'm like, we haven't released the first episode yet. And they're like... And you wonder who they're because listening. we did, like, intro. Well, we right. did an intro, like a six-minute intro that everybody's right. telling me they loved. I'm like, it was six minutes, right, you know right. what I mean? <laughs> the first episode, we went for, like, an hour. Right. So, um, so yeah, I mean, that's going to blow their... I mean, they're, I don't know if they're expecting six-minute episodes... <laughs> It comes an hour. Well, we'll find out if we yeah. do a twenty-minute one. We don't hear anything. Maybe we should say, stick to six minutes. <laughs> yeah, I guess. I mean, it seems like that got it. So, man to man again. I like to go over because we have a couple of events coming up. So I, I like to go over those dates at the start of of these. Um, so we have. Oh, I lost my I lost my dates thing here. Um, we have two events coming up. One in January, which is. Uh, only like a month and a half away, right? I mean, it feels like forever, but it's not. January feels like it's down the road, but it's not, man. It's a month and a half. Yeah. This is about when we started planning last year for this. So right. We're so far ahead we're of like the game. Two weeks ahead of the game, man. We're so <laughs> far ahead. So January 26th to the 29th, Wild at Heart Basic, Danbury, Wisconsin. Um, Going to be cool. The last one, like we keep talking about, was just amazing. Um some great people already registered. Uh, I'm excited for that. I forgot to mention too that uh, there may be a surprise at this at this basic in January. So okay, I'm still trying to reach the people. It involves dogs, <laughs> and so that's all I'll say. But it'd be cool if I if it, it can happen. It'll be an interesting. It'll be a fun thing. Something that most men have never experienced before in their life. So throw that out there. I don't know if it's going to happen or not. But I'm still trying to get the contacts to see if I can make it happen. So that's kind of like just a little, little, little throw out there at something. Last year was some vicious boot hockey. Great I mean, boot hockey. It was like, amazing. I didn't play. Yeah. I was I was in charge of the conversation committee. Yeah. I put myself in charge of that and then yeah. created it and then had it. But uh, you guys were all coming in limping and yeah, that's, sore. That's because it was worth it. Yeah. And, uh, and we, had still, we still had good... You know, even though it was minus ten, or was it minus, oh, it was so cold. minus ten? We still, still, all the guys were out around the fires that oh, we yeah. had, and yep. and so you know, for this January, don't let the temperature, you know, cause you to not come. And at the same time, if you've been to a basic, um, and you know of a friend of yours or a coworker that you think should go, invite them. Right. You know, go with them. Yep. Invite them. Um, but yeah, we're getting each each week that goes by, I get more excited. So I'm excited. Yep. April thirteenth through the sixteenth, becoming a king. Morgan Snyder's retreat. Brand new from the Wild at Heart crew, uh, we went to a, you went to a couple. I've been to yeah. one. It was uh, it was a whole different experience than Basic, which I think is important because it, it, for guys that have been to a Basic, this is a whole different right. experience. It's right. it's a different vibe. It's a different kind of approach to some of the same material, but then on a much deeper and kind of like next step sort of level to the material, and um, and it really does. It, it comes at it from a from a different bit of an angle and, and a different feel to the right. whole retreat. It's not, it's much the same in terms of you watch a video, then there's you know some other things that are going on. And I don't want to I don't want to give away too no. much, but um, 
but just know that it's it's different. It's it's different, it's different than Wild at Heart Basic is, um, not just in the material, but the general makeup right. of the event itself. And that's what I love about these events is that um, it's different because there's you know, I would say there's more content mm -hmm. to it, but at the same time Morgan Snyder's character. Right. That's what makes these different. And when we when we get to the muster that may be coming up this year that we're hoping to do with Pablo, um, that's the same kind of thing. It's just a, it's a different man. Mm -hmm that has different stories, that has experienced them in different ways, but giving different execution to some of those, what I always say. Right. So, yep. so even though they're, even though the three events, we really believe here at Man to Man that, you know, you hit those three, psh, watch out world, you know, right. it's serious. But. It may, I mean, it's just, it sets you up for success and it, and it continues to help you grow and walk down the path, right? So what we're trying to do is we are trying to establish communities of men right that can help each other and can grow and can come together. We're not, frankly, the event is just a way to bring these guys together to hopefully establish a community of men that they can go. We are trying to introduce you to the path. Right. That's it, that's it. We're like, hey, here's a, we, there's a path. Right. We're gonna bring you over here. We're gonna introduce you to it. And hopefully through these events, a group of people that you run into and meet that you can find a few in there that you go, hey, I want to walk this path with somebody else because I don't know where I'm going. Right. And so we're, we're hoping to create these communities. I mean, we're not, this is not a, like, go to this event and get 10 steps to make your life better. You'll get some things that you can put into practice right away. Right. But it's trying to form community. So go to mantoman.org. Um, there's an events tab. Registration is available right on site. People can get themselves signed up. We'll put the links in the show notes here for the episode. Um, this episode will probably be airing pretty close to like that mid-January okay. mark. So, um, so we'll be closer to it even than we are right now. Okay. So, um, so that's coming up. So, so those two events: um, Wild Heart Basic, Becoming a King. Get people signed up. It's gonna be fun. Last episode, we were talking about. We were talking about getting into this area where you, you sort of kind of get lost in um, not knowing like what's going on, right? What was the you 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 came up with the uh, the title that we're going to title these and what was that? When nothing is working. When nothing's working, right? Nothing's so you're working. just like, I, this doesn't make sense to me. I don't know what's going on. It doesn't seem to be working, right? So I, I, the way I think about it is when you're in that place where you're like, I don't know what God, like I I don't know what God is doing. I just don't. Like, I, I may believe that God is doing something. I hope that most people watching this do, right? I, I know for myself, I believe God is doing something. Right. I just don't know what it is. Right. And that bothers me because I don't, then what do you do? Right. And so we were talking about how knowing the character of God right. can help you to understand how to walk through that. And... Um, one of the things that I thought of, right, is that, like, how do you, how do you know the character of God? You know, in the end, uh, we talked a little bit about how, you know, how I know the character of my dad was from spending a whole bunch of time with him, right? Well, then we got done with the conversation. I thought to myself, yeah, it's, it's still different. Like, I still spend, I spend a whole lot of time with God. I, I feel like I spend a decent amount of time with God, way more than I spend with my dad, and yet, it's a different type of relationship because it's not like us right. sitting here, you know, with a, with a physical relationship. So 
you know, knowing the character of God has to come in different ways. Yeah. And you have to be able to almost separate out for yourself what is God's character and what isn't. Right. And, you know, so, so how, I mean, basically my question is like, how, how do you begin? Like, what's the, what are your, what's your first step to doing that, to being able to separate that out, right? Like, what is the character of God and what isn't? So that when I get myself in these situations, I I can start down that road. Well, you know, when you're when you're saying you spend a lot of time with your dad, you know, the scripture that says, you know, to acknowledge God in all your ways. You know, it doesn't say to ask God questions. It doesn't say to pray. It just says to acknowledge Him in all your ways. And I think a lot of times what we do is we tend to only acknowledge God when something's not going our way, right? Or when something's not happening. Or when we don't feel like he's doing something. That's the only time we really acknowledge God. God, where are you? Why is this going on? Mm-hmm. Right? And so that's not that's not a that's not getting to know our God or getting to know the character. That's get, that's actually causing us to question God more than anything else. Right. And so uh, you know, the point of the one point that I think what happens in our journeys, especially as men, is when we get hit when the crap hits the fan in our life and we don't see God react or respond to it, we begin to lose what we are taught from the very beginning that God is love, mm-hmm. right? He loves us. We, those basic foundations that we have that we know of God's character and who he is, that God loved us so much he gave up his only begotten son, right? Mm-hmm. That basic or that foundation, we have a tendency to lose that and we think we're going to discover something else in God for the problem that we're in or the circumstance we're in. And it's not that. It's falling back to the basics. It's falling back to what we know of him already, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, because the Bible says his love is what? It's unconditional, okay? Right. We don't know how wide or how deep, or how, but Paul's urgency to us to experience that love. So I think that's a big key to whatever we're going through, God, we may not feel, see, or uh, know if God's doing anything, but at the same time, what's in our heart that we've already been taught? Well, he loves us. So you have so to that word. With that, though, I mean, again, it, with ourselves that that go that puts a lot on our on our own understanding because like, we can have a flawed understanding of love and a and a flawed we you know I mean in the end many of us are taught that love is you know it it comes and goes right like oh they're they're I'm in love with this person and now I'm not right right or or um you know, even with like like parents, a lot of people experience it with parents, right? Where uh, you and your your backstory, right? Like like in the end, your your parents love you, but they don't always they don't always show that love very well, right? right. And so we're taught love is conditional, conditional. And so like again, like to me, the question is. You know, it's like, well, you have to understand that God's love is unconditional. But how do you understand that if, if you just, like, you've never experienced that at all, okay. ever, other than from God? Have you ever right? experienced it? I don't know that I have. Really? Okay. I mean, I honestly, in my life, don't know that I've ever, like, on a human level, experienced unconditional love. No, I'm talking about experienced it from God. That's the, I think that's the only place that I experience it. I have to talk myself into it, <laughs> the, the fact that it exists, because I don't. It, it, I have no, I have no human expression of it to fall back on. Right. You know, any any other emotion, right, or 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 any other aspect of God, patience. I, I've experienced people 
showing me patience. Forgiveness. I've experienced people showing me forgiveness. Okay. So those aspects of God, I can fall back on, okay, I know what that's like. I know what that feeling is. But unconditional love, it only, my only experience with that is from God. Okay. And so it just makes it feel, to me, it's, it, 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 I question it. Like, is that? Is it not? Like, I don't know. And I don't have this human experience to right. fall back on right. to, to feel that. Okay. So it's so then you can't trust your feelings all the time. Right. Right. So what can you trust? If you can't trust your feeling all the time, then what can you trust when it comes to God and whether He loves us, whatever? Well, you just have to trust the character again. What we go right. back to is you have to trust. Just trust. But that's a that's a lot. I mean, that's faith. Obviously, it's what right. it is by definition. Right. It's again. It seems so. It, it, it puts it in a light that makes it so much harder on a day-to-day basis hmm. okay. to me to, to fall back on that, right? Like, but I know, uh, sorry, it, it, it's, it's not, it, so it's, it's, for me, it's that I, I know God loves me unconditionally. That's something that I can say that I know. It's then applying that across different situations. Like, how do you then apply that to different things in your life, right? Like, so this bad thing is happening to me, but I know that God loves me unconditionally. And so I can apply that to this, and then that means this. That's where the breakdown is for me, is that, you know, I can't, I have a hard time applying that to all situations. And then knowing that, so that's what this means. What does it actually mean? I know that when somebody shows me forgiveness, that means this, because I've experienced it before. So you're putting your faith in the outcome. In some ways, yeah. yeah. Because just like you're saying, you know, you, know, you know someone loves you unconditionally when this happens. Right. And I know somebody's forgiven me when this happens. And so that's, that's the big switch. That's where, that's where I think we step into when things aren't happening. We begin to question things that God's doing or question his love for us. And that's where we're actually supposed to apply the faith in what we already know of God to the circumstances or situation. So what we do is we do the opposite. We allow the circumstances, situation, determine what our faith is in God instead of, uh, instead of placing our faith in God and then showing the outcomes or the situations, what God says about it. That's why that scripture in Hebrews 11.3 says, faith shows the reality of what we hope for. Right? It doesn't say it's the answer. Faith is the reality of what I hope for, right? It's the evidence of things we cannot see. My faith in the character of God is the evidence in me, in my life, of what I can't see, what's, what God's doing right now. I can't see what's happening right now, but my faith in God and my trust in Him says He's doing something. He's at work on my behalf 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. That should cause us to be more curious about God than question Him instead of questioning. Right? Um, that, should give us, that should give us more joy in the midst of trials and tribulation. Uh, in the midst of perseverance is, yeah, I don't know the outcome and I don't necessarily know what you're doing, but I know that you're doing something. Right. When I was looking at Tyler when he had a softball piece, uh, part of his skull missing, and he's in the hospital and he's got tubes down his throat and his head's, you know, three times the size of it normally because that's, that's where the swelling always begins, right? Yeah. Yeah, I could have definitely went, you're not a healer, right. God. If you're, a God, if you're a God of healing, you would have healed him miraculously and then we wouldn't be in this hospital, mm-hmm. right? But the faith side of me says you are. And right. how are you going to go about doing it? I'm just going to trust that you're going to. 
Now, this is a thing that I have a tough time saying, but I've had people say to me, what if he would have died? Mm -hmm. right? right? What if he would have died? For one, I think that's a very idiotic and stupid question to ask somebody when, right? Because right? you're a kid, so right? it would have been devastating. So obviously right? I'd be hurt. Obviously right. I'd have been in pain. Obviously I went through remorse. Obviously it would have took me time to heal. Mm -hmm. um, but the question of, would you, would you still believe God's a healer? Yeah, right. I would. But would yeah. you question at that point, yeah, you still believe God's a healer. Right. But, but what is the question that maybe I have no idea what God's doing in this? Right. But see, that's, that's the question that gets me. Right. And that's the part, that's the part that is, see, that's why I smile. Because that's the part that's supposed to be interesting and intriguing to us. If we know that God's doing something, but yet it doesn't seem like he's doing anything, the fact that we know he's at work on our behalf should cause us to go, you're doing something, dude. Right, yeah. You know, you're, there's whatever it is, it's going to be good, because all good things come from above. Mm -hmm. Whatever it is, it's going gonna, it's gonna to be out of love, because that's who you are. The Bible says God is love. Um, it says that the joy of the Lord is my strength, so... You know, that, that's also something I believe and trust in, right? Uh, I mean, there's so many different characteristics of God that we know in the scriptures say who he is, but yet we tend to overlook them when we're going through trials and tribulation, right? And even in the midst of the things that we're going through, it's supposed to develop something in us. Period. Right. Yeah. Right? Mm -hmm. So now I'm not saying look forward to trials and tribulations. I'm not saying we should... Hope for them because God's going to do something in our lives and cause us to be a better human being. I think that's a weird it's a thought too. Right, exactly. <laughs> right. You know, but the 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 fact that it's kind of like waking up. I don't know. This may be just me, Denny, but it's kind of like it's kind of like knowing it's going to snow, and then waking up. And my first thought when I wake up is to look out the window to see how much snow or if it's snowing. Sure. That anticipation of what the news said was going to happen happening that thought of and then when i look out and i'm like ah, it's snowing or you know me because people like freak out you know what if it isn't snowing well i know it's going to snow because it's minnesota so <laughs> right see to me the way i look at it is it's like the opposite of that is when people are like i can't believe you know God, can you believe all the snow yeah it's right. december in minnesota i i can believe that right. there's snow because right. there's always snow yeah and yeah. so if there isn't there's going to be There's like that's be, right. it's it's just so that's the way I view things. So that's faith, because you, yeah, in the Minnesota weather. And then when there's not though, then you're just like, what, what is? It's there's I, there's something happening, right. but I don't understand how do I function now? Like if it were January and it's seventy in Minnesota, you'd be like, I don't I don't know that I know what to do here because yeah. this is not. Well, something is up. And this is where I have to lean into right. you and say, you do know what to do there. <laughs> like you said, you know it's going to snow because it's Minnesota. Right. Right. That's what you do when you're in that point of where we haven't had snow all December long. You know. It's coming at some point. Yeah. Right. Right. And that's the same type of thing with God in our life. I know something's going to happen somewhere. Somehow God's going to do something. Right. Based off of his character. You know, the other part of that scripture... Um, faith is a substance of what we hope for. The evidence of things we cannot see. God's character and who he is is the evidence of all the things we cannot see. Right. Right. That has to be, that's what becomes our foundation. 
that's what becomes our strength to do life. Because otherwise, all God becomes is, a, is someone that we ask for help for whenever we're in times right. of trouble or need, mm-hmm. instead of a relationship like you did with your dad. Instead of building it consistently by acknowledging him in all your ways, consistently going to his word, discovering the character, discovering what the word says. So when situations happen, the first thing isn't, God, what are you doing? The first thing is, God, you're doing something. Right. Because of mm-hmm. the scripture. Yeah, which I think that I think that I, I that is how I've begun to process things is, you know, is, is more along the lines of like, hey, I know you're doing something. The the question that that I turn to now is like, so how do I operate now okay. in this, right? Like how, what do I do? What, because I, I don't like the fake it till you make it thing. Like I just, that just feels so yeah. wrong. It feels so fake, frankly, because it is. It like literally <laughs> is by definition fake, right? right and to right, me, right. it's like, I don't want to be that way. You know, and again, I think about my kids, you know, they're, they're, they're teenagers now and they can see through they could see through, like, I used to be able to get away with stuff when I, you know, when my kids were younger. You get away with a lot of stuff. I think it was funny because I was telling you that I was... Oh, teenagers are very intuitive. T- I was talking to a friend the other day who was like, you know, you don't understand, my house, we do this and we do that. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, wait till you have teenagers. Suddenly all of your brilliant parenting strategies are gone right. because you say something and they go, well, that's a load of crap. And you're like, it actually kind of is a load of crap. <laughs> and now they called me on it. So now what, right? Which and, they have no filter at that age either. Yeah, exactly. Right. And so, you know, I, I, you can't fake it yeah. until you, like, it's not a viable strategy anymore. So what are you doing right now? With, with what? With this, this whole conversation. So what have you been doing in your life to not fake it? Right, that's, I'm just, I'm, I'm trying to figure it out. I still so think I'm in the right middle now? of all of that. But trying what are to you doing it. right now in the middle of figuring it out? You well, just did it to me, sometimes you just did it to me yesterday or this morning. With what? You sent me a scripture verse. Yeah, that's interesting. We'll get into that scripture verse. Well, I'm just uh, saying, but that's something you're doing. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I mean, I, I, I'm staying grounded in the truth and the things that I know are factual, right? And I, and and I'm I'm trying to hang on to you know every bit of you know something that I think was in the last episode. Hopefully, it made it in the last episode or it didn't get cut by the computer dying. You know, was is the idea of you know, people tend to forget the last thing that, you know, the, the, the great thing that happened. They, you know, we come to each other and I'm like, hey, Mike, God did this and this was amazing. And then a week later, I'm like, why does it God ever do anything? You know, and, and, and I'm trying to, I mean, really what I'm trying to do is not do that. Right? Like that's, well, <laughs> that's what I'm trying to, and, and can, by continuing to remind myself of the things that God is doing right. and, you know, and the things that he can do, frankly, right. and, and what the Bible tells us he is doing and how he, he does interact with us yeah. and how he does, um, take care of, you know, or, or give us the wisdom and, and the things that we need, right. And, and to, to make it through it, to, yeah. to kind of figure this out. Um, so th- those are the things that I'm doing. Okay. Uh, those are the things, to, once again, it's not like you're not doing anything. No. 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 You're doing everything that God's really called you. are getting involved in man-to-man. You're right. Involved, you're part of a year with men, with guys. Those are the things that we're supposed to be doing to be acknowledging God in all our ways. You're doing it. Don't question that. No, it's not somebody, like there's got to be something else you got to do. There's, there's no. always something more I have to do. That's a 
that's a Christian thing that so many Christians do. You know, they've learned some incredible foundations. You know, Paul says, what do I got to do? Do I got to bring you back? Right. To what you first learned? Remember your first love. If you're questioning God's love, remember Jesus. Why? Because he died for you. Right. He yep. gave up his life for you. That in itself should cause us to bring, we should be bringing that into circumstances. You know, because when nothing's working in our life, we know that God's always working in our life. Uh, and so that's what's so interesting to me about this conversation is, I see in you and watch in you the things it takes to have the faith that's the faith, you know, that says in Hebrews, the faith that, that where faith is a substance takes hold for the evidence of thing I've seen. Mm -hmm. You're doing it. Mm -hmm. And so your trust and belief that you're on the path that we're talking about, you know, Morgan Snyder calls it the what? The ancient path. The ancient path. You're on the ancient path. You're so for some odd reason you keep questioning that that's worth it or that's gonna help or that's going to that I'm doing enough. Maybe I should yeah. say it that way. Well, I, I question if I'm doing it right sometimes. I don't know about enough, right. but like, am I doing it right? Right. What does he do? Something in the end, different? in the end, somebody said to me today, right? Like, so it sounds like you're doing a lot of things. And yeah. I'm like, yeah, I am doing a lot of things. And the response was like, almost like, so all you're doing is doing a lot of things. And I'm okay. like, uh, well, yeah, I don't know. I don't. To me, it doesn't feel like I'm. I'm not doing a lot of things just to do a lot no. of things. I'm doing a lot of things to produce results in my life. In your life, right? And in the life of people around me, right? right? Like, I, and, and even more importantly than my life, because frankly, I mean, honestly, in the last couple of years, I haven't really thought about producing results in my life. Right. It's more of like trying to produce results in the life of people around me. Now. You know, I, I realize that I have to do some things myself in order to be able to lend myself to other people. Right. But, you know, I am, I'm doing these things for a reason. And that reason is to be able to then feed into other people. To do this. To, to, right. to have a part in this ministry. Or, you know, which, I mean, now. You know, at the, a year ago it was just to to be able to be a part of the guys that we were doing, uh, you know, our year with men with and, and our, and, um, you know, and everything else, you know, in our group, our starting point group with just to be able to speak into their lives right. and to be able to, you know, to be a help to them, you know, and, and my boys to be able to be the father and the, the, the male figure that they need. Right. I, yeah. I uh, I got the the privilege today, and I say it that because it really like to me. I that's the way it feels to me. Like I got the privilege today to go lift weights with my youngest son, yeah. who for the first time saw that picture. Was yeah, cool. I mean, like, and uh, funny enough, he he stayed home from school today because he wasn't feeling all that great. He's super mad that he's not here. By the way, like, come on, Dad, seriously, let me go. But he like he's not feeling good, so he stayed home from school. I'm like, well, you can't go. Right. hang out with other people if you're not feeling good like that's not cool right. and uh but he really wanted to be here and see this so one of these days we'll get him here um but i got to go lift weights with him and that that was a privilege to me because he's never I've, we've never he's never been, he's a you know he's kind of smaller kid um doesn't never really lifted right. at all you know josiah my older son and i we lift all the time together uh, and Kate and I was like, hey, I'm going to go to the gym. And he's like, right now? And I'm like, yeah. He said, can I go with? I said, yeah. yeah. You know I mean? It, it, for sure. Let's go. And so he came with and he lifted with me. Like that, 
the fact that he wanted to do that, the fact that he was like, I, I want to spend that time with you, Dad, and, right. and, and I want to do this thing that is probably not his thing. Like, he's not into that type right. of thing. But he was interested in doing it. Yeah. Like, that to me is why I'm doing all of these things. And that is, is to and, get to that. And that's an example of faith is a substance of things hoped for. This is the thing that we as men have to remember during when things when nothing's working. Those situations, right. those moments, those those little peaks of heaven that God has for us in our daily life, that moment you got to weightlift with your younger son for the first time. That is the faith. Those are the stories. Those are the things that we have to keep in our fresh in our mind. You know, the Bible says renew your mind with the word of God. Obviously, we know that the only way we could transform or renew our mind is by knowing scripture. That's right. the only way. Mm -hmm. You know, that's what it says. But those, all those little, and like I say, I, I could name off 30 different steps in your journey over the last year where God has moved on your behalf. Mm -hmm. And then we get into a situation and we're like, oh, God, are you doing anything? Oh, I remember when I went weightlifting with Caden. Mm -hmm. Oh, I remember that first car I get to bought with my son. Oh, why? Because you are replaying in your mind the things that God has already done instead of waiting for him to do something else. And that's what I think is key. It's the reminding, uh, reminding ourselves of what God has done in our lives already, knowing that he's doing something else, knowing that he's going he's gonna to do something else. I think for me anyways, what's a tough part of my journey is, is I think I put too much on that to where it caused me to not want to move forward. Because I'm like, oh, God's got this. Right. Right. I mean, psh, that's know. where I don't want to be right. at all. I, like God's got this, and so it causes me to be complacent. Mm -hmm. You know, it causes me. But even before you got here today, you know, I like I texted, I texted Danny before he came and just warned him that my family right now is dealing with sickness, and and one of the things that for those men that have known me in my past, when I get sick, I get pissed, I get mad <laughs> yeah. because I know where sickness comes from. It comes from the devil. I know, I, I you know, God isn't getting me sick to teach me anything. I I, I know that's not true. Mm -hmm. And so what do I do? I got up this morning and I, I read my Bible and I had my coffee and I cleaned the kitchen and I came downstairs to get the basement ready for Dennis when he came over. Why? Because I'm, gonna, I'm not going to put faith in. And then I even said to Denny, I warned him, you know, you might come over because, you know, my whole family is, is sick right now. And I said, but I'm, I'm sick of and tired of not me and him not doing these podcasts. Right. And I'm not going to allow that. So what I'm going to do, I'm going to apply faith. God, you're at work on my behalf. You're healing me right now in Jesus' name. And if there's anything that's going to bring healing to me, it's talking about God's word. Right. Yeah. I mean, if you know, if there's anything that's going to bring scripture to life in me, it's to speak about scripture. Mm -hmm. You know, uh, and so, so I think that's part of that, you know, I, maybe there isn't a term for it, but that what we've been talking about, but I do really believe that in those moments where it seems like nothing work, nothing's working and God isn't doing anything, it's having to remind us, remind our minds and remind our heart of the things he's already done mm -hmm. and the character of who he is, because that's where everything comes from. Um, and yeah, it's gonna be, there's going to be situations in our life that are going to be harder than normal. Mm -hmm. I don't think going through a season of, upsetness and questioning God is causing God to go, well, you don't have any faith. In fact, I more think God's going, watch this. Watch this, angels. Mike's going to be questioning me on this one. I know he is. Check it out. He's going to do it. You know what I mean? But um, those core foundations to our belief in God, those core foundations that cause transformation in our life from the very beginning got to be the stabilization of anything that's going on elsewise in our life. Mm -hmm. Those are the things we should fall back on. Why? Because it works. Right. 
It works. It's not about it's, it's not about a feeling. It's not about a feeling, and it's not about outcomes. It's about, in fact, I think most most of the time our journey. You know, you said something interesting because I because I do the same thing. Is you know, I, I'm following God and I'm reading scriptures and I'm developing a relationship with Christ so I can do something, you know, kingdom-wise for the world. And I'm beginning to discover, especially in the latter half of my life over the last five to seven years, that it's more about me being selfish and saying, God, develop in me sure. something. Not so I can do something. Mm-hmm. So I can have a stronger relationship with you, period. So you can be something. Right? And I can be, I can have a stronger relationship with him. I can get more insight of him. And that seems selfish, but I think it's from that foundation that when situations happen, now we have the foundation that's going to cause us to respond in a manner to that situation. It's going to be more God-like character. Mm-hmm. And so it's kind of almost being like a selfish Christian. I'm going to pursue Christ so that I can become closer and stronger with him. The rest of this stuff... doesn't matter kind of it matters but does that make sense I don't know yeah